but that's the thing i'm not doing it for somebody other than god i'm not doing it for a man and that's why i think we have to remember we're not just being modest for our brothers and our brothers i think we should be modest for our brothers but we're not just being modest for our brothers. We're being modest also because that's what God calls us to do. And I think maybe coming at it from that angle, people probably would have taken it a little bit better. And people really get very up in arms about modesty. It's crazy. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm her friend, Melanie. We are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. As you guys can see, Melanie is coming to us from her car. Woot, woot. That was uh, the Jerry. He's been mentioned numerous times in the podcast. Her boyfriend. Do you say boyfriend ever? No. Okay, well. I've never heard that word. Boyfriend? I used to say that all the time in college. I used to shorten everything. No. Boyfriend. No, I've heard both. No. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's also a name. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, yeah, because that sounds like a Texas. It's also a Southern name, but it sounds like oh, that will happen in Texas. That. I thought it was like an English name, like a UK Both. Name. Oh, I guess if you spell it the B-E-A-U way. Yeah, that's down, what I was thinking. Down here, we do B-O. Down here, down south. Oh, We just okay. say B-O, yeah. I, I went to high school with a guy whose name is Bo, B-O. That's how we do it in the South. Geographically, we are, we are more Southern than you are right now. Okay, Jerry. Sure. That's that's too. <laughs> sure. We're you... on our way to a country concert to do two-stepping, so. I mean, I, um, I've done a two-stepping. Just leave it at that. <laughs> I've done a two-stepping in my day. It's not, that ain't nothing. Okay. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> anything exciting happened to you this week? Yes, so um, something exciting. I have a couple things. So first thing pro-life related is that today on the sidewalk, I gave out 14 bags um, in the amount of time I was there. And there was this group of three girls that all came together, same car, and they managed they walked over to me across the parking lot. I was able to wave them down and I was talking with them a little bit. They didn't really tell me why they were there. They said they were there for their friend. I didn't know who's the friend, like who specifically of the three, why are they actually here? And I was able to pitch to them about fertility awareness and tell them about the free resources. And anyways, I don't normally do this, but I went ahead and I gave each of the girls individually a bag. 
So normally I just give, oh, here's a bag for you guys. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give all of them a bag. And I saw the three girls, they were sitting on the benches outside of Planned Parenthood, actually going through the materials. And get this, they never went inside. And they got in their car, they sat in their car a while, and then they left. And so I just thought it was so amazing. Praise you know, God. I know. Like that truly, if you're going to be pro-choice, like that's really giving women choices. And they were able to look over those choices and make an informed decision. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't really know why they were there. I didn't disclose that. But I just thought that was amazing. For whatever reason, God convicted me, like, just give it to all of them. And they, I saw them all looking through it together and I just thought that was so awesome so that's something great that happened to me today and something that has been happening this week is I've recommitted to um, working on my languages so I'm strengthening my Spanish and I have a language exchange partner and I'm starting to work on my Portuguese and French and I found a Portuguese um, partner and it's really good because he also speaks Spanish. So we sometimes just kind of talk Spanglish back and forth. And then we're going to start working in Portuguese. So anyways, oh, yeah. something okay. not pro-life related. <laughs> yeah. What's been going on in your life, Mallory? How's, um, how's your week? My week started off really good. Not that it ended badly, but it was a really good start. Technically, I guess my week started last Saturday. I was in Wilmington for the Wilmington March for Life. And how Brooke and I got that opportunity is really, it's crazy. So Brooke spoke at the North Carolina March for Life in Raleigh, which is far, pretty far from, well, it's like three hours, I think, from Wilmington. But some people apparently just couldn't get there. So um, she spoke and this really nice lady walked up to her and was like, I really liked what you had to say. I'm doing the Wilmington March for Life. And I was wondering if you'd like to speak. So Brooke was like, yeah, sure. And I was standing next to her and Brooke was like, oh, and this is my friend. She has those other girls, blah, blah, blah. She's like, could you speak too? And I was like, oh yes, I'd love to. So it was just great. It was like three weeks before we actually did it. So we just checked our calendars like, okay, let's do it. And it was a really cool experience just because that was really cool to speak at a not the march for life but a march for life that was pretty cool and then b i love the beach i mean it was too cold to do anything about it but we went outside um and our host was super nice we stayed at like um an airbnb that was like part of the churches that they were connected with thing um and it was very it was nice yeah it was it was a beach house it was so nice um there was Jesus memorabilia everywhere, so it wasn't as scary as it could have been. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. It was a, a great experience. So that was a really good highlight for this week. Um, trying to think of non... So, okay, I went to this event last night for girls. And on the invitation, it said, come to this Valentine's Day event, come with your friends, or it's fine to make your friends if you go. Well, I was like, I'll just go by myself. Cool, I can make friends. It was really an event you go to with your friends. Like literally everybody brought their friend. So I'm just kind of like standing there like, okay. Cause everybody's there with their friends. They don't care about anybody else. They're just gonna talk with their friends. 
So I'm like, standing. I know, I hate it too. And I'm just like standing there. And then like, it was cool. Like it was cute. Like it was very cute. I'll give them that. And it had like um, interesting vendors. But I will say this was the thing that made me like, all right, next project for those are the girls. So there was someone there uh, with tarot cards, tarot, tarot cards. Yeah, doing people's like destinies or whatever. So then I was like, okay, I'm very uncomfortable. So like, I just kind of started meandering my way out. And then I was like driving home, like this was just such a waste, but it was so cute. And it had the potential to be a fun. It was like, um, Valentine's event. They had balloons. They had different vendors. They had like this person. Oh, I got, it wasn't a facial. I've actually never had a facial done. Um, but I got like, uh, she did like a skin thing on me in a test to see like how what she would do if she if I were to get a facial and then she put this ice stuff on me like a roller thing that was nice and cold and it felt really good um so I might get a facial Ooh. yeah so I might get a facial I've actually been using um that Mimi glow stuff every day I think this is day like four or five I've been using this that Mimi thing the conservative brand that everyone was talking about because I'm like let me try it out and then I'll see if they want to sponsor with us but I want to try it before I'm like <laughs> no in case it's like bad um yeah. I'm gonna be honest I it's not that I and I was going to text you about it and we'll have to talk off air about this I didn't really have like super bad skin so I'm like am I gonna be able to see a difference you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But we'll talk about how to measure the metrics. Um, anything else you want to add before we get into it? Because there's a lot. I mean, the tea was hot this week. It broke up. Can you say that one more time? I say, let's just get into the tea. All right. So first thing I want to say, um, before we get started, I want to really thank everybody that listens to the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. And I thank you for everybody that shares it because I think that, and I'm not saying this in like a braggy way at all, but I do think like us having these conversations and then you taking these conversations, having them with your friends can really make a difference in our culture. I was listening to a podcast and they mentioned so, okay, for those some background, for those that don't know, one of the reasons, I guess you could say, this podcast was created was kind of as a foil to um, the popular, uh, the most popular female podcast in the world that got $60 million to go to Spotify. In response to that, because I was just thinking, like, why are, like, all of these really fun, popular girl podcasts are just so raunchy and like icky. I don't want to say the name because they could, I just don't want to say the name, but y'all know which podcast I'm talking about. Just Google $60 million um, Spotify uh, deal. So um, Melanie just disappeared. Um, let's see here. Melanie disappeared. That's cool. She should be back soon. This is what happens when you have a live podcast, you guys. When things are live, um, this happens. Let me see here. Um, 
It's okay, everybody. Stay calm, stay calm. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Oh, oh, she is back. Yay. <laughs> if you need to, maybe do you want to just call it in so it's not using as much or you think you'll be good? Yeah, I guess I'll just call in. Sorry, everyone on YouTube. You can't see my, my pretty face anymore. Yeah, okay. but it's still recording. So it'll record the sound. Yeah. Um, so while she does that, I'll just do a little, while she's figuring out calling in, I'll just do the little rant, I guess you could say I was going to say. So that's what I'll say. I think it's, um, so that's part of the reason why the podcast was started. And I was listening to the podcast, um, I was listening to another podcast that was referencing the podcast. So they referenced an episode that um, another girl had on another person. I'll just say um, Mary Sue had on, I'll say Amanda had on Jasmine. So Amanda, this was Jasmine's, I was listening to Jasmine's podcast and she referenced an episode where Amanda came on the podcast. Well, um, <clears throat> Amanda came on the podcast and um, I was listening to their the, that podcast and honestly you guys like it was just so gross I do a lot of defending women because I really think that um, women were amazing I think that sometimes men uh, get really caught up on things sorry but that was my text message <laughs> um men get really caught up on just some of the negative aspects of women so they forget so I defend women a lot but listening to these women talk on this podcast let me tell you they were saying stuff like yeah like I encourage all the girls to cheat and like we're joking <laughs> cheating <laughs> and I'm just like dang I do all this like defending us women I had no idea people were having these type of conversations like about being silly about cheating and all these other things so all that to say I really think that and honestly not just I'm sorry I do not know why it's doing that um and honestly I'm not just saying this in the sense of like listen to those other girls even though I think you should I think uh at this moment you should go ahead and share this episode with all of your friends uh, but I'm also saying that because there are other podcasts that might not be exactly like ours, but podcasts that are similar to ours that we should be sharing with, with but we should be promoting podcasts um, that are not raunchy, that are not, girls are hee-hee-ha-ha about um, cheating. And like, they aren't, you know, talking very uh, curse words every five seconds. And, you know, if that's what someone wants to listen to, okay, cool. But I know I don't. So I'm going to share and promote podcasts that aren't doing that. Um, and I think that that's just something I encourage everyone listening to do. So I think this is a good episode. We're going to talk about the hot topics this week. Like I said, the tea is very hot. So we're going to be talking about the hot topics this week um, that everybody was talking about. And our perspective is going to be different than what you might see on some of the mainstream, more popular um, websites. So um, let's get into it. First thing I wanted to say yes. is, <laughs> thanks Mel. <laughs> First thing I wanted to say, if you're watching on YouTube, that the phone is Melanie, but you saw her earlier, so it's 
it's all good um and this is what happens a live show this is what live this is what happens yeah i guess we're technically live with a live show this is what happens when um we are real we want this podcast to make it feel like we are all talking on the phone he he ha ha together anyway so we're not going to do a full story on this but as you guys know last week in kanye kanye west posted um about not wanting his daughter on social media and um i think for the most part we all know realistically eight-year-olds probably should not be on social media and we know that it's not good for your health so there's an article ev magazine did that i want to link um just for people to have uh to talk about that also too we are watching what's going on with the freedom convoy um it has been suggested that we talk about that and i really want to have someone on who can explain a little bit better i'm still kind of trying to figure out everything because uh, there's a lot of different, I think there's a lot of miscommunication, a lot of different things that are being said about it that probably are not true. And I would like someone um, who can talk about it. I reached out to Samuel Say, hopefully, fingers crossed, he will respond. Um, okay, so let's get into our main stories. Are you guys ready? Mel, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, our first story is DFW Influencer. Brittany Dawn faces deceptive trade practices lawsuit from Texas Attorney General. The AG alleges she violated the state's deceptive trade practices act and misled consumers with eating disorders. The state of Texas is suing Dallas-Fort Worth social media influencer Brittany Dawn Davis over a fitness plan scheme. It claims violated consumer protection laws and misled followers with eating disorders who bought into it. The attorney general's office is seeking between $250,000 and $1 million in penalties and court fees, according to the lawsuit that was filed on February 1st. Davis's business, Brittany Dawn Fitness LLC, sold online fitness packages that cost as much as $300 to thousands of, consumers, $300 to thousands of consumers in 2014. The plans were not individualized as promised, and Davis failed to provide the promised coaching and check-ins, according to the lawsuit. The Dallas Morning News was unable to reach Davis for comment. Okay, so also, too, this was what you guys voted on. Uh, the options were either the Tinder Swindler or um, Brittany Dawn. You guys wanted to hear about Brittany Dawn. So, Melanie, do you know anything about the story? No, I have not heard about that. Okay, I remember way back when this happened i remember um seeing her on the news because she was on good morning america that's how big it got she was on good morning america and she was like i i worked really hard and i tried to um i tried to uh do what i could but i'm running this business by myself i've never done anything like this before please have mercy and I remember thinking, oh, that's sad. Like, and I, as someone who is new to all this, like, I totally get that. I, we do drop shipping, so we don't have to worry about inventory and all that stuff. So, you know, I can't completely relate, but I thought, you know what? Yeah, like that's, I understand. Like that, it is tough. If you're getting thousands of people reaching out to you to pay for something, she should have realized she had a cap 
uh, like a lot of influencers do, fitness influencers, they'll have a cap of like, okay, I can only do 50 for this month. But I guess if you're just trying to get money, you know. Anywho, um, I remember that happening. And I thought that because the other thing was, uh, it was very controversial because she did one apology and then she went on a trip to Hawaii and then she was deleting people's messages on her Instagram. And it was just like this big thing. And then, so you might not remember this, but you have definitely seen her on Christian TikTok slash Christian Instagram. Brittany Dawn, um, I'm going to send you a picture of her. You've definitely seen her before. Okay. She is now like a Christian influencer. Um, okay. And it, it just feels like, it feels icky because... I don't know. It just, it kind of feels icky, but I don't know. I don't want to judge. I a thousand percent have seen her like Instagram reels. Yep. 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 She's a very famous Christian influencer now. She, so like the thing is, she says stuff that isn't necessarily wrong. She talks about like modesty and her new husband that she was uh, married before. She cheated on him, divorced. They got divorced. Um, and you know, now she's turned over a new leaf. She's a Christian. She talks about Jesus, blah, 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 blah. It just feels really icky because it, she also sells, you know, how I feel about selling courses. She sells courses and she also does a retreat. Really? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, she does a retreat. Yeah. I know. Like if she really has changed, that's great. Everyone and their mom is putting out courses and doing retreats. Like, I don't know. I know. I know. Let me tell you. (laughs) Well, the thing about courses is you just create one course and you can sell that a thousand plus times. I know. And then it's making money while you sleep, like virtually. Exactly. But she is being charged now for the fitness scam back in 2014. So it's just like, this is it's such an interesting story. And on the Reddit, there's a Reddit thread about her. People are just very unforgiving. And I don't know how I feel. Like, I want, if she really did change, like, I think, I believe in redemption and forgiveness. But I don't know yeah. if she changed. Like, the vibe I'm getting, but I'll admit, the vibe I'm getting is from people, like, explaining the story to me, is that she hasn't changed. I don't know. What are you thinking? What are your thoughts? So, is she still posting? Like, is she still actively putting out Christian content? Yeah. But she's not in trouble for her Christian content. She's in trouble for her fitness content. For her fitness classes? Yeah, or her fitness. So, she had fitness plans. So what happened was you would go to her website and she would send you a customized, individualized fitness plan. And you could get fitness um, meetings with her one-on-one. Well, some people weren't getting their plans. Some people weren't getting their meetings. And um, it turned out that they weren't individualized. They were just literally copied and pasted. So the reality oh. is you and me, we would need different fitness plans, but she would give us the exact <laughs> same. the same workout. Yes, yeah, yeah. If we both if we both purchased her program. That's horrible. Yeah. yeah How I do know. people think that they can like just get away with that? 
I don't know. Like, do you not and, think you're going to get caught at some point? Like, somebody through the grapevine is going to say, oh, yeah, she gave me this plan. What? Me too. What? It was me thousands, too. thousands of people. So that's also where the problem. So, like, if it was just, like, me, you, and the Skoda squad, like, okay. But it was, that's still wrong. Like, the act is wrong. But, you know, it's not as much of an impact. But it was thousands of people and they're paying $300. So she did that. She did an apology. She gave, she never gave anyone fully their money back. She gave some people their money back. And then she went to Hawaii, disappeared and became Christian. And her whole spiel now is that she's incredibly Christian, which isn't like, I hate saying spiel. It just feels, because I, I do think people have the, should have the chance and opportunity to be uh for redemption and should have the chance and opportunity to be yeah. able to like start a new leaf but it just feels icky you know yeah it's it, i think it's icky because one of the things of like for example like when you know that somebody just knows better and then they still mess up it's like like you knew better like why why did you choose to do that knowing full knowledge that that action was wrong like for example um, there may be a difference between somebody who's uh, not Christian or fell away from Christianity. Nobody ever talked to them about sex and promiscuity, and then they get pregnant. And you're and I, I like I feel like there's more understanding for that situation right. versus right. someone who grew up in the church, actively pro-life, and then they're pregnant and they're un and they're unwed. And it's like hello like yeah what like you were uh, having premarital sex all that time like you knew better it's yeah like, what and so I just maybe and I so I'm just making that parallel of it feels icky or it's just it's kind of disappointing I guess is another word like when people know better and then they still willfully full knowledge choose otherwise it's like it's confusing it sets a bad example for other people who are looking up to that person yeah and it feels icky and I feel like it was it had to be a conscious choice to because you have to send you have to send people this workout to send you and me the same workout it has to be a conscious choice because there's no other way to do it it's not like it's an auto it's not like uh some sort of automation thing generates it and then that's what no you had she had to like put it in the email look at the picture of the person look at their I guess I'm assuming they filled out a form okay that means I'm just going to send this person I'm going to send this person I'm going to send this person so it was a conscious choice I, I feel as if depending on her program she had multiple chances to be like okay this is wrong okay this is wrong because if you think about copy that's one paste that's another sit type out the email that's one hitting send that's another so it's just that's why people are very upset that's why I know a lot of people who are Christian and who are like no she's sketched like I don't even follow her Christian content I know a lot of people who are just like completely turned off from her and I don't blame them I really don't I just don't want to be the person who doesn't give somebody a second chance but I just wish that maybe she wasn't doing things to make money on the internet. But I guess how else, you know, 
this is her job that's her that's what she knows how to do clearly she's charismatic because homegirl has let me see she has tons of followers 466,000 followers so she's clearly charismatic Yeah. yeah, it's just disappointing, like, especially having a big following and then just being, like, dummy with your business. Like, like how you talk about sometimes, like, like Christians need to do better, like, with their business. Yeah. It's like, not only yeah. putting out quality content, but then also being honest with your content, like, being honest. At the end of the day, it's between her and God, and she's going to have to answer to God for, you know, not, I guess, giving that quality, that quality content. Yeah, you're so right. Well, one business we can say has quality content, and we know is like being led by God, is Little Co. And you're right, you pronounced it Little Co, and I was like, that's not right. But we talked to the founder uh, last, on Tuesday's episode. Everybody should listen to it. And she called it Little Co. So Little Co started for Brooke as a passion project in 2019 when she left nursing and it turned into an apparel company. And they are our sponsor, our biggest sponsor for right now. They, all of their bows and scrunchies are wholesale through small businesses and everything is handmade. And they do it because they want you to know where your um, product is coming from. And for you to know that you are supporting families, you are supporting other families that want to make a life for themselves. And their priority is to ensure that Little Co is 100% scripturally based and run, and they do not pay to cancel culture. So head over to www.litlco.com and use our code THOSEGIRLS to get 10% off. All right, our next, our next topic uh, is something that I really want to talk about, especially, I mean, having, in the middle of Black History Month, I can't believe this president of ours uh, said this. So here we go. The Biden administration, um, ooh, the Biden administration denies programs that are a handout. Ugh, did not copy and paste this correctly, y'all. <clears throat> the Biden administration <laughs> creates programs that hand out crap pipes to prevent infection and promote racial equality. Oh, I'm sorry, racial equity. Crap pipes to create racial equity. The $30 million grant program will distribute funds to nonprofits and local governments to make drug use safer and advance, and this is quoted, advance racial equity. Included in the grant is money to purchase safe smoking kits and supplies. A spokesperson for HHS said that these kits included in them are pipes for users to smoke substances like crack cocaine and crystal meth methamphetamine y'all know what i'm trying to say hhs said that the kits will serve to limit risk of infection typically users smoke out of glass pipes which can lead to cuts and sores that become infected 
Handing out pipes is also intended to promote users to smoke rather than inject themselves with other substances such as meth, as injection is far riskier. It is against the law to, this is what this article says. It is against the law to sell or distribute drug from paraphernalia, <laughs> including such pipes, unless authorized by state, local, or federal law. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Or commenting on this. Yeah, one. I have some initial thoughts. So I'm right away thinking of two different types of sex ed. And hear me out. It'll make sense once I say it. Okay. But there's two different types of, of sex education. One is called um, sexual risk reduction. And one is sexual risk avoidance. So SRR is sexual risk reduction. That is the kind of sex ed that Planned Parenthood and the abortion industry teaches. And SRA, sexual risk avoidance, is what um, is pro-life, pro-abstinence, pro-chastity. And I bring this up because the risk avoidance model teaches people that we know you're already going to do this stuff. We know you're already going to be sexually active. And in preparation for that, we're going to teach you about the condoms, about all the different birth control methods, and you know where to find us if you're ever in an unplanned pregnancy. Rather than sexual risk avoidance that teaches, hey, why don't we just avoid the risk altogether? Let's avoid the risky behavior. Let's be healthy people. Let's put our energy towards other places like finishing school, healthy relationships, etc. And so I bring this up because I think willingly giving people the pipes and whatever else to smoke the methamphetamine is like the SRR model. It's saying we already know you're going to do these things. So we're going to help you do these things more safely slash better. Rather than an S, uh, sexual risk avoidance approach, SRA, would say, hey, let's just avoid the risky behavior altogether. Let's just not smoke the methamphetamine. Right. Let's not give you these pipes. But instead, uh, here's a bright idea. How about all that money, that funding? I'm, I'm curious to know what else that funding is going towards. I think it should go towards real solutions to the problem of drug addiction. And I think a solution would be um, free therapy, more, um, more support groups for people trying to overcome addiction, make it so that these things are free and accessible for those populations of people. I think that would be the real answer to the problem of, peop of people who are addicted and unhealthy. Um, rather than, we already know you're going to do this, so let's just make it easier and safer for you. So I hope that parallel makes sense, but that's just the first thing on my mind, is that giving people the pipes so that there's less infections and less people using the same needles and whatever else is not actually solving the problem of drug addiction. It's not a real solution. It's not even a Band-Aid. It's just a joke. 
Yeah. And honestly, that last slide, I think, sums it up perfectly. It's just a joke. It is really... So I, everything you said makes total sense. When, and I'm going to take it from a different angle. Um, in college, I was, I've always been a conservative, but I definitely was more of a libertarian. I was a conservatarian. That's what I called myself. Um, as I've gotten older, I have definitely gotten, gone far right. I mean, I'm not alt-right, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm getting pretty close, but I'm not, I'm not. Um, all that to say, there was a time in my life where I was like, you know, maybe we shouldn't, like the government probably shouldn't make all drugs illegal. I mean, you know, like, why is the government's hand going to be in these people's lives? And I thought that, and I, I still go back and forth about um, the government's hand being in people's lives, but I'll tell you what I have definitely don't go back and forth on drugs are nothing to play with like I and you know I'm gonna sound super suburban I personally don't know anyone that is struggling with drugs I do know one or two people who take cocaine or do cocaine occasionally but I don't know anyone who's like struggling with meth or like opioids but I have some documentaries and I know that sounds so suburban of me but I have some documentaries and for the most part documentaries are not going to sit there and make up stuff nine times out of the documentaries are based on things that have happened and drugs are no joke like drugs are not something to play with drugs are not something to you know he he ha ha about drugs are not something that um you can just do casually like drugs are serious and it's called enabling when you provide providing something like that is enabling i want to say i like melanie mentioned i'm sure there is like other places or other things that the money is um coming from or like it's going to and i'm curious as well um to like where it is um like where the money what else in this program but I mean, this is no excuse. This is not something like, I don't think this is something that we can be super like neutral on. Like, hmm, yeah, I guess like, let's help them know. Like, this isn't something that we just, especially the government. And I really do think that the government's role or the government, um, like this is to step in when it comes to hurting other people and doing drugs like it hurts it doesn't just hurt the person it hurts other people it hurts the community as well and i just i think this is awful i think in racial equity the fact that like race was thrown into it i think that's also very insulting i think it's very insulting um because in another article i read it said um minority communities and lgbtq and i'm sure that's insulting lgbtq people not everybody that's lgbtq uh is into drugs like I think that's just so it's wrong I think that it's disgusting I think that um I just I can't believe that the Biden administration would well I guess I can believe that because he did um he is pro like this fifth in line but it's just it in black history month all the months I just he 
that's just such an awful like drugs are especially things like meth and crack that's not something to play with that's not something that's a little uh it's just a little recreational and you know people have various opinions on weed I personally am not pro weed um but uh it is you know I'm personally not pro weed but like I know people have like various opinions on that and uh you know I meth and uh crack and heroin all that stuff it's not even cocaine like I don't even like my friends that do cocaine occasionally I always give them a side like I it's known that I'm like guys I don't think you should be doing that um like all of these these are just not things to play with it's just not something fun it's not something that we should be enabling and I think Melanie made such a good point about the difference between um, risk, she said risk aversion versus risk uh, or risk avoidance. And I just, I really think that we should be doing everything in our power to stop people. I think our education in this topic is not good. It's not good enough. It's just not. Um, I mean, more people died of fentanyl last year than of COVID. And um, I believe it was 18 to 29 in that range. Like, that's not okay. That is not okay. That is not something that we can um, put our nose up against. That's not something that we should accept. That's not okay. Um, and you guys, I just, I think it's, how did we get here? How did we get here? Um, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties with Melanie. As you guys know, she's driving. I want to say this is what happens when you're in live show. Um, let's see here. Uh, he's going to come back on, I guess, while we're waiting for her to come back. Um, I guess I also want to say this. I think that it is so important for us to be there for our friends and family. And honestly, it's making me um, just reevaluate this, having this conversation really. It's making me reevaluate some things in my life, my friends that I know, because even with weed, I think that that's something that people act like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. If you're smoking every single day, that is a big deal. And that is a problem. When you ask people that smoke every day, why do they smoke every day? Oh, well, I'm stressed. I need to relax. I blah, 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 blah. Same with wine. If you're drinking wine, like too much of these things are not good. It's not healthy. It's just not. Um, it's not okay. And I think that, oops, sorry, y'all. She is. We're trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. Um, doo -doo -doo. I wish I had like one of those sounds you could play. Um, and we're almost done. After this topic, we have one more topic. Um, one that you all have been waiting for. One that you're probably listening to this uh, podcast to hear about it because I'm going to promote this pretty heavy. 
so you're probably um, listening to this to hear about it. We both have some thoughts on this topic and you probably know what it is. And as soon as we can get her back on and there's no more of a cynical difficulty, uh, we'll be good. You know what, I'll say this. If you are like, you know what, I really enjoy this conversation, but uh, there's so much technical difficulties. I really wish it could be better. What could really help is if you donate. If you donate to those other girls, you go to our website, you can click the donate button and you can donate to us. Um, and it'll help us with equipment. It'll help us with better mics. And I would love to be able to fly out guests, to have people um, come and do things live, to be in a actual studio inside of my bedroom with my bed as the backdrop. I'd prefer that. I'd prefer a studio. Um, but all that stuff is expensive. So if you donate, I can help. Because like I said earlier, I think this conversation is important and needs to be had. Um, okay, so it's not letting her back in. Ah! Um, let's see here if it doesn't let her back in and she can't do it I'll just talk I can talk for that time I like it when there's two of us and I think you guys do too because it's more of a dialogue oh oh this might be it you guys this might be it hello are you in That was a tease. Okay, I guess uh, this is that's okay. Um, let's see here. Okay, well, I guess we are going to the show must go on. Our next and final segment is brought to you by Culture of Life 1972. If you head over to www.col1972.com and use the code Girls 1972 you get 10% off your purchase. 100% of your purchase goes to pro-life causes. So that's great. Um, I love COL1972. They also have their signature necklace that I wear all the time. It's a good conversation starter. I love that brand. I love all the things. If you go to our TikTok, I do a little review of some of the clothes I just got from there. Um, but yeah. So our last and final segment is about the Brian uh, Suave, Suave about his tweet. Uh, I one second. Uh, it's about this, his tweet. His tweet that said, Dear ladies, there is no reason whatsoever for you to post a picture of yourself in low-cut shirts, bikinis, bras, and underwear, or anything similar ever. Not to show your weight loss journey, not to show your newborn baby, and not to document your birth story, your brother's. That was his tweet that went viral. I mean, so many people, so many people had comments about it. It was discussed on politics, on Ali's podcast. And I think that, I think that this topic is 
best discussed amongst women, I do, but that does not mean there wasn't truth in the statement. And I think that that is where I think the problem lies. A lot of, um, a lot of people are upset because he is a man and he's making these comments, but unfortunately, um, even it's hard because I do agree with the sentiment of the message and I'll get to why in a second, but it's hard because the tone as well. I mean, I saw someone comment about the tone, but no, I agree. Like the tone is very accusatory and people just don't like that. People don't like that. Whether it's he's right or wrong, sometimes your tone overshadows what you have to say. So let's break down all of the parts he was talking about. So he said, there's no reason to post pictures of yourself in low cut shirts, bikinis. We'll do those two first. Yeah, I agree. Like I, especially if you're a Christian. So this is for Christians. That's the other thing too. Like if you're not a Christian, like it does, this message does not apply to you because you're not going off the same type of world, uh, worldview, your worldview where you get your morality is not the same. And we're getting that from the Bible and you know, low cut shirts and bikinis. So I do go back and forth with the bikinis because I do think you can post a tasteful picture in a bathing suit. But I will say there are bikinis that are just not, they're not, they don't cover anything other than like your nipple. Like it's just not, it's not appropriate. It's not, it's barely covering your butt. Those definitely not. And I said this on my pop-up this time, and for the love of God, don't post it with a scripture. And those of you who know what I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. Just, just don't especially if you're a Christian. Like, I think that's what's also getting me is all these people commenting upset. Everyone a Christian, he's not talking to you. He's just not. This isn't for non-Christians. The next one is broad underwear. That goes without explanation. I really, and bikinis have kind of turned into broad underwear. So I just, I really wouldn't. I don't think, and here's the thing, like, well, I'll get to that in a second. Um, the next thing, okay. So not true weight loss journey. I agree with that. Like, you can definitely show your weight loss journey in clothes. I've seen it. I've done it in clothes. Not to show your newborn baby uh, and not to show your birth source. Those go hand in hand. This is how I see it. I think what would be good and appropriate and not that big of a deal is if you take pictures, like take the pictures, even honestly with your weight loss journey in the bikini, take the pictures, just don't post it. Take the picture, for example, or the birth story. This is what I would do. I would take the picture, make an album, and then show people in real life. So I'll have it like, I don't know, like a coffee table book or something like that. Not a coffee table book, because I can't imagine like, you know, you have strangers over and boop, there's your uh there's your birth story, but maybe not a coffee table book. But like, you know, I know my mom would be interested in that. Probably my mother-in-law, if I had a mother-in-law would. So like that's that's where I think that should be appropriate. Um let's see here so yeah so I think and the thing is I think he's right I think he's right about a lot of this and we are modest for men we are modest because we don't want our brothers to stumble but we're also modest because that's what God called us to do I think that especially and I'll say this I'll connect this to something that I'm working on for example like um being abstinent or um yeah I'll just say being abstinent because you know they tell you 
in the past and be like, yeah, you got to be abstinent. Your husband's going to love that. And uh, men are going to like that you're abstinent. Well, the reality is men don't care. I know plenty of girls who have slept around and continue to sleep around and are married and in relation, like are in relationships that are in positions that I wish I was in, but I'm choosing to be abstinent. So, but that's the thing. I'm not doing it for somebody other than God. Like, I'm not doing it for a man. And that's why I think we have to remember we're not just being modest for our brothers and our brothers. I think we should be modest for our brothers, but we're not just being modest for our brothers. We're being modest also because that's what God calls us to do. And I think maybe coming at it from that angle, people probably would have taken it a little bit better. And people really get very up in arms about modesty. It's crazy. I think I'm just not, I don't think I've ever necessarily, there's been one or two times I do think you can probably find pictures of me where I wasn't modest. Um, but that was when I was really, this is okay. That's when I was really insecure. I'm being honest. So that was when I was insecure. It was when I was in college and I was insecure and I was trying to fit in and I was trying and I liked, um, I, I liked the attention I got. And I think that that's the truth. And I, I don't think people realize that. I think people act like, no, I'm doing this, this, and that because I want to. No, you're doing it because you like the attention. That's just, that's the truth of the matter. Um, you're insecure and you like the attention. Because um, I know, I, and I'm speaking from experience. That's when I did it. That's how I felt. So the next day, Brian makes these comments. And I think these are important and people didn't really highlight them as much. He says, Christianity gives dignity to womanhood that the demonic counterfeit lacks. Women are God's image bearers. The glory of man, strength and honor are her rampant. She bears a Lord in her womb and she is a life giver, mother of all living. She's radiant. There is dignity in Christ. Every way they claim to love women is actually vile hatred of women. They love women, so they strip them naked and make them porn hub sex slaves. They love women, so they abort half a million little women a year. They love women, so they erase their very concept of womanhood. And I think these are great, great examples. Like, I, I hate that people have, because there are men who are perverted. There are men who are evil that have a twisted scripture and have caused all these other issues. That, um, and because of that, I think that's why people have such a terrible aversion to the talk of modesty, the talk of this, because of those people. But I mean, the Bible, God, Jesus loves women. I, like, um, I heard someone say once that the way God treated women was so radical for the time because women weren't like, people think that women aren't thought about, cared about now. They really weren't during the Bible time, but I mean, Jesus saw, came to women first. He showed himself to women first when he came out of, raised from the dead. So like, God has a special heart in the place for women. Um, so yeah, so that is that. I'm so sorry there were so many technical issues, but we might do a, a like a live um, sometime this weekend. We'll see. We might do something like that. Thank you everybody for listening. I think this is a really good episode to share with your friends. Um, if you liked it, please rate, review, subscribe. Also too, we have these t-shirts, gorgeous, gorgeous girls vote. And we'll also be doing some things where we're talking about um, different topics in concern with politics to help you navigate the midterms are coming up. And I know some women don't really understand what's 
going on because they're just not really into politics or they don't really um this is their first time like really wanting to get involved in midterms and that so we're going to be going over different um issues that you guys say you care about in different terms and concepts and just getting you guys ready to make a good values-based decision um that will be on our youtube channel so stay tuned for that trying to think of anything else um like i said please rate review subscribe share if you really enjoyed what we said please let us know if you're like you know what you're totally off base let us know too like we would love to have a discussion i never want people to feel like this podcast is like judge or I don't want to say judging. I don't ever want people to feel like this podcast is like shutting down conversations on this pod or that we don't um care what you have to say or like that we think we're better. I could be off base on some things. I don't think I am, but I could be. Who knows? Um, God knows. Uh-huh. But yeah, let's have a conversation. Reach out if you if something that I said you're like, oh no, you're totally wrong on that. Reach out. Um And yeah, thanks, you guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You have a good rest of your whatever day you are watching. Bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.